Alright guys, welcome to the conservative input. Um, it's just me and Josie today. Everybody else canceled on us, man. I'm kind of yep. disappointed. I'm joking. Jo Josie's great. Josie's great. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so a lot, a, a lot of stuff has been going on recently. Um, and if you've missed all of August, I am very sorry for you because you're going to be very confused. But um, we've got a lot of stuff going on with with Afghanistan, a lot of stuff going on with the Taliban. We got a lot of stuff going on here. Um, it's it's a mess. America's really a mess. Kind of the world's a little bit of a mess, but America definitely, especially right now. Um, yep. Big topic of this week is uh, what's been going on in Texas, though, and what's said to be going on in South Carolina and Florida. So uh, maybe maybe we'll see that. Maybe maybe not. Um, maybe eventually the entire United States. I don't know. Probably maybe. not, but, um, we'll see. <laughs> so Texas recently put a bill in place, um, that made it illegal to have an abortion, um, after a heartbeat is detected. And that can be anywhere from three weeks to six weeks. Um, which I think is a great thing. Um, I, I can, I can understand some situations where, you know, you really feel like you need to, I, I, I would always suggest keeping it, um, but, you know, baby steps. <laughs> so um, we're getting somewhere, and hopefully that leads to a more informed America about how terrible abortions really are. Um, but, yeah, so they recently put a bill in place, three, anywhere from three to six weeks, um, and they got quite a bit of heat from it for it. Um, a lot of people are making quite a few claims. Some of them are uh, not very good arguments that that are coming from the left. Um, and I will, I will share a little bit about those. I don't know if you've seen them, Josie, but, um, some guy on Twitter got pretty much blown up by both sides because of it, which I think is fantastic. But, um, yeah, so let's just say some abor abortion facts right now. And then, uh, and then we'll go over some arguments against abortion and, you know, um, why those are either completely, you know, irrelevant or not really good arguments or, uh, you know, just don't make sense at all. So, um, as of, uh, 2017, I think, I haven't been able to find some, like, really good numbers for this year because they, they change all the time. Uh, I've seen anywhere from a million to 600,000 for this year. I doubt it's a million because, you know, there has been a lot of decrease in abortions, surprisingly, which I'm, which I'm very glad about. Um, but as of 2017, it was around 863,000. Um, I, I do think it's it's closer to around 700,000, 600,000 um, this year, but you, you never know. Or I think it was 2018 that was 600,000. Um, but there's been a real big push for abortions as of late, so you never know. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's, that, that, that's a real like solid, concrete, um, kind of solid, concrete numbers on that. Um, but we do have some percentages. So... Um, and these are going to lead into some arguments uh, for it that, you know, these show that those arguments aren't really relevant. So, uh, abortions under 15, under 15 years of age, uh, it's almost zero. Almost zero percent of the abortions are uh, performed on females that are yeah. under the age of 15. And um, that shows, because you would think, like... Mm -hmm. That could be a maybe, like, where you could see why, yeah. you know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. or why they would need to abort. And that's one of the biggest arguments that I see, like, when I'm, I'm always on Twitter. <laughs> like, somebody yeah. literally said to me, um, 
So one one of the stats that I'll go over again later is um, that a lot of people bring up. It's like, okay, what about uh, abortion in cases of rape and incest? So yeah. rape actually makes up less than one percent of the reasons why people get abortions. Mm-hmm. That that's, you know, why does w- less than one percent justify the other ninety nine? The whole now, yeah. yeah exactly. Um, incest, it's point five percent of abortions are performed due to incest. So that's that's well. Uh, Almost 1.5% does not justify the other uh, 98.5%. So, yeah. Um, And I'm doing these in order of increasing. So, um, under 15, almost zero. 40 or over is 4% about. These numbers are all abouts because I was looking at a graph and then I just did the math to make sure that it all added up. Um, And because, like, you are more at risk, like, you're pregnant when you're older. So that makes, you would think that would be enough another one where it could be more warranted you know I feel I feel like definitely definitely at younger ages so I believe all life is sacred you know yeah I feel like I feel like it's really important to make that clear all life is Mm -hmm. sacred and we should try and protect it at at the most cost I don't care I don't care if the child is going to be born with a disability you know that that doesn't matter that is a child yeah and there have been there have been hundreds of people especially with down syndrome who have came out and said you know i i may have a disability but i i'm still a human i can think yeah. i've done i've done great things there was one uh there was a story of i oh, i feel terrible i can't remember his name but he was um he was talking about uh this was studying alzheimer's he was looking into studying uh, he was talking about studying alzheimer's um and apparently uh you could it's down syndrome people with down syndrome um they're very good for studying the effects of alzheimer's Um, and he was like, I'm a human being, you know, um, not only, not only are we great to study, and I I feel weird saying that study, (laughs) ah, but that's, that's what he was, he was using. So I'll go ahead and use that language too, um, because of Alzheimer's, but we're also a joy to be around. You know, there was a study done and it found that, uh, people with down syndrome and family with families with members of down syndrome are statistically more happy mm-hmm. <laughs> which you know i i 100% agree with you know yeah. coming out of high school we had we had a we had a couple special needs classrooms you know i never see a, i never saw a frown on their face and every yeah. single time they walked in the room everybody got happy they're like these people cuz they're great they're they're a joy yeah, to be around and I, and I love them so much yeah and like offer good perspectives <clears throat> i feel like yeah um but yeah, so over forty, there there is an increased risk of danger to the mother, danger to the child, um, a non non viable pregnancy. Which I'll get into that a little bit later. I, I hate that term, but you know that 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 is correct. Um, and then disabilities, which you know I don't support abortion in case of disabilities, but no, you know whatever. But, yeah. Um, so thirty five to thirty nine, it's ten percent and rising. Okay. Um, Fifteen to nineteen. Nine percent and decreasing. So, under fifteen and fifteen to nineteen. Fifteen to nineteen is decreasing. That's one of the biggest categories that they're arguing for. Under fifteen, mm-hmm. the biggest category that one of the biggest categories they're fighting for. Okay, thirty wow. to thirty-four, nineteen and rising. Okay. Twenty-five to twenty-nine, thirty and rising. Twenty to twenty-four, twenty-eight and lowering. So twenty-eight and twenty-four. Those. Uh, uh, under fifteen, fifteen to nineteen. And 20 to 24, those are the three biggest categories that people are arguing for. You know, maybe they're just not ready to have a child. These categories are decreasing. It's not those, I mean, yes, um, 20 to 24 does have a pretty high rate of 28%, but 
Yeah. But it's, that's like the healthiest. I don't know. I feel like that's, that's, the, that's the healthiest time. That's the healthiest time to have a child. Yeah. Um, so it's the least damaging. Yeah. Anywhere from anywhere from around 20 to uh, really 34. Um, once you hit once you hit the like the mid 30s, it starts to get yeah. a little bit dicey, which is why we see that percentage in over 40 and over 35. But it's it's just ridiculous to make these claims that. You know, it's this. Oh, I am so sorry. That's gonna ha- that's gonna be loud <laughs> on the recording. I apologize. Um, it's ridiculous to see this this category being championed. While yes, they do make a a significant chunk of the abortions, yeah. it's decreasing in all of those. And the people you see getting these abortions are twenty five to twenty nine and thirty to thirty four year olds. Those are the people who are really. Well, and then you see the 20 to 24 arguing it, but you also see that number decreasing. And th- yeah. that those are the age brackets that are really pushing for this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And then uh, we've got a breakdown by race. Okay. So, um, other, that's that's other non-Hispanic. That's uh, Pacific Islander, your, uh, your Asian Americans. And these, these are all stats from America, by the way. Um, I, I should have clarified that from the beginning. Uh, your Asian Americans, Pacific Islander Americans. You have your, uh, ooh. I'm not. I'm not too well versed in the categories of race. I am so sorry. I don't think about it much. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's not a bad. Um, and then you have you have Hispanic. That's not white Hispanic, or no, that, I think that's just Hispanic in general. I'm sorry. Um, that's twenty percent. Um, the uh the black population is thirty four percent of the abortions, and the white is thirty eight percent. Now that those those are sh- weird numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because. The black pop, the black percentage is going down significantly. It's it's actually met a, a, a pretty fast drop, which I think is great, especially wow. because of abortions history. Um, the thirty eight percent white Americans that's actually increasing. It's the the black the black percentage and the white percentage are inverse at this point. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, which I mean, having a higher percentage of white uh, should have made sense from the very beginning. Yeah. But the issue is. The issue is, is that's not the case. That has never been the case wow. until recently, um, and that's because uh, Margaret Margaret Thatcher was the the uh, the founder of Planned Parenthood. Um, she was a a, a self pronounced I'm pretty sure that's who it was a self pronounced racist and eugenicist. You know, she believed in the uh, well, Margaret Sanger. Margaret yeah. Sanger. Oh, not <laughs> Margaret Thatcher. I'm so sorry. Not I think. I'm not Margaret Thatcher. Completely discredit everything I've said. No, 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 no. These, just these, that part. Just the last name. Just the that last part. Okay. I'm sorry. So Margaret Sanger, yeah. Uh, devout, uh, no, not devout, but self-proclaimed racist, self-proclaimed yeah. uh, eugenicist. Um, mm-hmm. A couple of her quotes went along the lines of, you know, we need to get rid of, uh, if you could look up her quotes, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. But, um, you know, Planned Parenthood was started uh, to literally decrease the population or stagnate the population of minorities in America. Um, and that's why you see so many Planned Parenthood um, locations in minority communities. And I, I yeah, <laughs> and I had more stats on that, but I, I don't have them right now, which sucks. But um, I think it was, I think it was close to like 60% of Planned Parenthood locations are in minority communities, I think, are, if not higher. I, remember, I don't know if that's exactly the number but i do remember it's like it's pretty majority. high yeah it's pretty high um so yeah so more oh, okay here's some <laughs> okay so here's margaret sanger she says 
Um, she said, we don't want the word to go out that we want to exterminate the Negro population. And then right below, um, we have a quote from Hillary Clinton um, saying, I admire Margaret Sanger enormously. I am really in awe of her. Yeah, and that's and that's, that's one of the great. big... So, I, I've, been, I've been watching... I'm in sociology right now. I am learning critical race theory oh, no, right now. I am. Um, and I'll give them credit. They're very good at indoctrination. Because mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of quotes from people who did absolutely terrible things. Mm-hmm. And they don't teach them about the terrible things. Margaret Sanger was a racist. She was a eugenicist. Yeah. She believed in the extermination of minorities in this country. She believed in abortion um, to decrease the percentage of people with disabilities, people of different skin colors, people of different uh, ethnic backgrounds. You name it, she she believed in killing it. Um, yeah, here's another quote really quick. Um, we want a world freer, happier, cleaner. We want a race of thoroughbreds. So it shows so yeah, that you're right about her motives. Yeah, and it's it it's been obvious from the beginning, but the left has done such a good job of keeping this information from people. And I've talked to people, I've talked to people on the left about this. They're like, "No, you're lying." And I'm like, yeah. "I'm not lying." I've pulled up their quotes right. I've pulled up their quotes right in front of them. Mm-hmm. I've read them out loud, and they're like, "Uh," and that's like, usually where the conversation ends, or they get angry at me and block me. So yeah, um, but yeah. So the I don't have the statistics for these, but these have been widely said facts, um, especially by conservatives. So mm-hmm. um, the black community has stagnated. The population has stagnated. They've been roughly at around 13, uh, anywhere from 12 to 14 percent for a very long time, which is mm-hmm. very strange considering the growing population of minorities in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's due to, you know, immigration into the country, love immigration, it's an amazing thing. Um, illegal immigration, not so much. Um, they're, <laughs> not, they're, not, they're not paying taxes, and they're taking our jobs, and they're being paid less than they should for the work they're doing. So, mm-hmm. get them a citizenship, get them to pay taxes, get them to get, them to get minimum wage. That's, that's how I see it. Anyways, um, but yeah, the black population in, in the United States is stagnated. It's been roughly 12 to 14% for uh, far too long and that is because of abortion mm-hmm. you know if you go if you go to new york city if you see a pregnant black woman walking down the road she, you she is more likely to be walking to an abortion clinic than she is to be walking to the hospital to give birth that's that's a terrible thing yeah that's it a is. very terrible thing okay so this is percentage of uh marriage so um, around, I, it didn't really have numbers, but I did my best to figure out what it was, and it was very difficult because there was only two stats. Mm-hmm. Um, 83% unmarried around that, and then 17% married. So, um, you know, we're seeing, we're seeing why, and I, I, yeah. this, is, this is one thing I really want to say. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's all on the women. Yeah. You know, it's the men's fault, too. Yeah. You know? A man, a man needs to make sure he's rapping. He needs he needs to be held accountable for his actions. Yeah. And the mother needs to make sure he's wrapping it up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a fifty fifty thing. That's how parenting works. It's not all on the mother. It's not all on the father. And here's mm-hmm. here's my thing. I say no to abortion. And I also say no to fatherless households. 
Yeah. You know, and if a father if, if a father refuses to be held accountable, his pocket needs to be held accountable. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that's from the money from the government. I'm saying that's money from his wallet going to the mother to support that child. Yeah. Because the, the our welfare system has incentivized single mother households, which is not good. No. You know, uh, back in the 70s, we saw, oh, I want to say it was I want to say it was anywhere from 20 to 30 percent um, single mother households in the black community. Now it's upwards of 73%, which is a very big issue, and that's because of the welfare system in our country. You know, that's not something that should, that's not something that should be occurring. Not having a father in the household, not having two par- parental figures in the household, you know, some, someone to be yeah. sensitive about topics and someone to let, put their foot down. You know, mm-hmm. I, don't care what, I don't care what sex or orientation or gender they are. Yeah. You know, someone needs to be there to enforce the rules and someone needs to be there to let you know it's okay. Yeah. Um, it's not good for a person, and that's why that's why you've seen a, a very large increase in, you know, our prison population since the '70s. Because you know these young black boys don't have a father telling them to do yeah. right and wrong, and you know, mm-hmm. and they're finding these father figures elsewhere. They're finding these father yeah. figures out on the streets, which is yeah, a terrible and thing. And they're taking they're being taken advantage of, you know. Yeah, they're being they told don't. don't learn. Yeah, Sorry, no, you're good. You're good. I, I feel like I've been talking a lot, and it's something <laughs> I'm, I'm really passionate about. Yeah, I hate no, the fact that this has happened. You know? uh, I do too. Yeah. But yeah, they can't, it's hard to learn um, respect for authority and also like the healthy fear of mm-hmm. authority unless you have a father figure or a real father like in your household just because it's so easy to just, I don't know, like we don't naturally want to like respect authority, you know? Um, oh, yeah. I hate so authority. They have discipline and it's um, immediately like harder when there's only one um authority figure in your household um just the mom who's supposed to especially especially when it's the mother yeah especially when it's the mother because you know women naturally don't occupy or don't go for occupations that pay very well you know Mm -hmm. and and that's that's not saying anything about the mother that's saying that's saying you know how that's how that works you know yeah and you know women aren't totally or generally known for you know their ability to put their foot down you know you have a lot of great mothers out there you Mm -hmm. know who have taken very good care of their children without a father but that's not that's not how it is for everybody and that's not anything on the mother that's just how it Mm -hmm. works yeah you know we just have different inclinations but yeah so these young boys you know they're they're finding their father figures elsewhere they're finding them they're finding them on the streets and these father figures aren't good for them you know, because mm-hmm. they're not father figures, they're male figures, you know, who are yeah. teaching, who are telling them, you know, you don't need to go to school. You don't need to get a job. You stay out here on the streets with us, you know. Yeah, um, just them down with themselves. Yeah, you, you, do what, you do what we say. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've watched a couple documentaries on, you know, gangs and, and people yeah. who are in gangs talk about this. You know, gangs are really not that bad. Um, there, a lot of things have happened that have given gangs a very bad rap. And, you know, I'm willing yeah. to take their word for it a little bit, yeah. you know, cause mm-hmm. it is, it is a community, you know, yeah. um, but you can't ignore those statistics, Mm-mm. you know, um, gang violence is, you know, pretty bad. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's something that needs to be addressed. You know, you can, you can have a community. Hey, communities are great. <laughs> Just, it needs to be more focused on you know, working with other communities rather than combating them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and that's, yeah. yeah. Um, but, and that, that d- tied directly to race, the, the unmarried and married statistic. So um, this is the percentage of people who have had abortions before. 
um, they had their abortion. Mm-hmm. Um, so zero, um, that's 60% and it's rising. Um, one, 22% and it stayed pretty stagnant. Uh, two, 10%, pretty stagnant. Three or more, 8%, pretty stagnant. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate that, that three or more. And I hate that two and I hate that one. And I, I really hate the zero. <laughs> um, not for, not for the same reason. I, I wish yeah. it was a much, much, I wish it was 0% for all of them, but yeah, you know, uh, I'm glad that it's not a routine thing. Yeah. Except for, you know, about 18% of the population or the 18% of the abortions performed. Um, so this is the percentage of, um, babies before, and this is almost inverse for me. I wish I wish the much higher numbers had a much higher percentage, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish they were all zero, but, you know. Um, so zero, 40%. Zero babies before the abortion um, is 40%. Mm-hmm. One, 23%. Two, 20%. Three, 11%. Four, 6%. So, uh, you know, I can I can attribute this to the fact that, you know, once you have four kids, you're probably not having very many. So you're probably not going to be having very many abortions. But yeah. I feel like that's one of the cases, you know, once you get to the point where you really cannot support a child, or maybe it's not good for your health, maybe you're too old. Yeah, that's where I'd see it landing. But you know, we see people who have never had babies before, most likely uh, anywhere from, you know, 15 to 30, you mm-hmm. know, getting a majority of the abortions. And I'm like, these these are the years you want to be having children. You want yeah. you want to be having kids because that's, that's, you know, I haven't had kids, but I can't <laughs> wait until I have kids. Mm-hmm. You know, I am looking forward to having, you know, a little boy and a little girl running through my house screaming. Um, I guess I'm a masochist or something or a sadist. Which one, which one is it? Which one is it that hates, that loves pain? I, I, don't, I know. don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I hey. think it's a mask. I think it's a masochist. Hey, I think I, so. I'm, I'm a glutton for punishment there. We'll put okay. it that way. Okay. So yeah, I, but yeah. All right. So next we have, uh, information about what stages abortions happen. Um, and you know, this, these numbers really like, they really shed light on why uh, the issue with the Texas bill um, really is kind of hypocritical, or not hypocritical, but you know doesn't really make sense. I guess doesn't really hold up. Um, you know, a, a, a large proportion, a majority of them happen after the six-week period, but mm-hmm. still. So uh, abortions that happen before six weeks or uh, six weeks or less is uh, around forty percent. Okay. Um, Seven to nine weeks is 38%. Uh, 10 to 13 weeks is 15%. 14 to 15 is 3.2. 16 to 17 is 1.9. 18 to 20 is 1.8%. And over 21 weeks is 1%. So, um... You know, the, the Texas bill, it, it, it keeps them from happening after the six-week period. Basically, after a, a heartbeat is detected, I'm out of focus. I'm in focus. That's great. Okay. Um, so we do see... 40%? Yeah, 40%. Okay. So we, we do see 60% of abortions that are going to be, you know, basically, you know, not allowed in the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, most of these... 
I feel like aren't for the reasons that the left says are justified reasons, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, if, 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 you know, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy, someone gets, you know, raped or sex- sexually mm-hmm. assaulted, um, I don't see you taking that long to get it checked and, and to make yeah. sure, you know, th- there are cases where, you know, people have traumatic experiences, they don't want to talk about it, and, you know, stuff happens. Um, but there's also a lot of cases where um, women have been raped, which is a terrible thing, mm-hmm. and they've decided to keep the baby, and those babies, you know, have lived amazing lives because, yeah. you know, the, the baby didn't do anything, you know? Yeah, um, and the woman didn't either, but still, like, yeah. she still has her life, and yeah. Now, the the men who commit those crimes, I, I, I feel death is the best punishment mm-hmm. for them, um, but it is too quick mm-hmm. for those men. Um, castration is even better, but, you know, I, I don't think they should be on this earth. So, mm-hmm. um, but the, the baby isn't, isn't, you know, the one who committed the crime, you know, you shouldn't, you yeah. shouldn't. You shouldn't end another life. You know, two wrongs don't make a right. Mm-hmm. You know, that person did a terrible thing to you. But that, that baby, you're, you can give that baby a chance to do great things, which yeah. uh, I think is morally correct. I, I can't speak on morals 100%, but, you mm-hmm. know, it's, um, I don't know everybody's morals. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and that, and that's the thing, you know, and then, so this this is where it gets kind of spicy the whole topic um one one argument is disabilities you know people mm-hmm. with disabilities and there's this guy and i'll pull up his tweet real quick who was talking about um the abortion bill and disabilities and how it's going to increase the population of people with down syndrome uh, specifically mm-hmm. so let's go ahead and pull this guy up i don't even know if i can find him this quickly um Let's go to Matt Walsh's Instagram because I know he's commented on it. Um, okay, one second. Oh, Lord, I'm a terrible person. Come on now. I know I know you said something about it, Matt. I know you said something. That was two days ago. Was it two days ago when he said something? No. No, not at all. Jeez, what is happening? Ah. ah. Okay, okay. I don't know his name. I'll find it, but I'll continue talking while I'm looking for it. Um, so he basically said that um, 80% of, um, you know, cases where they see um, disabilities occurring are aborted. I'm not, I'm not too sure. I think that's what he said. But... Um, mm-hmm. 82 pregnancies that, you know, could lead to disabilities are abortions. Um, and he says if this uh, does not continue, and he cited specifically red states, which, you know, I think was ridiculous. Um, oh, it was not that far back. Jeez. Um, I'll go to my comments or my uh, tweets and replies. So the where the... the he says that if this if this continues, um, because Down syndrome specifically can't be uh, screened for until tw- ten weeks, that we'll see a drastic increase 
in our disabled population or our population mm-hmm. with disabilities. And he, and rightly so, got a whole bunch of heat for this. Because yeah. that's essentially arguing for eugenics. You know, yeah. he, he's saying basically that he has a problem with disabled people, you know, being around, which is just terrible. Yeah, and like even the left, they frame um, the pro-abortion argument as the way to only like protect women's rights not to actually like they don't flat out say to like decrease the people the amount of people with this yeah and i had to yeah and and i feel like what most of it is is they are coming from a place you know of good intentions but you know what you have to realize is there's so many other options Mm -hmm. you know there's there's so many people who who don't want to have a child because they don't think they're ready or they've decided that they're not ready or that they just don't want kids. And, you know, hey, if you don't want kids, give it up for adoption. If you don't think you're ready, give it up for adoption. If you're not ready, give it up for adoption. Babies, like babies, newborn babies get adopted almost immediately. Mm -hmm. You know, what the problem is is women who have these children and decide they can't take care of them, you know, uh, four years after they've been born, five years after they've been born, maybe even like 10 or 11 years yeah. after they've been born, you know, they're, and they're putting them in the foster care system. These are the kids that are, that are being left in the foster care system and are, are staying there up until they're 18 and then being booted out, you know, yeah. and that's, that's an issue. Um, his name is Richard Hanania. Hanania. Um, he says, you can't screen for Down syndrome before about 10 weeks and something like 80% of Down syndrome fetuses are aborted. If red states ban abortion, we could see a world Mm-hmm. where they have five times as many uh, children with Down syndrome and, sim- and similar numbers for other disabilities. Now let's look at this entire thread, because I'm sure it's much longer. Uh, could be outliers in the whole developed world. Uh, there are already negative stereotypes of Americans in these states, so what he's basically saying is that um, Americans in red states are uh, mentally handicapped. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's 50% of America that's already not on your side in these states. One can imagine it getting much more extreme. So there we go. He's, he's saying that, you know, it's going to get worse if they're here, which is wow. terrible. That got yeah. about 75% of people uh, against him. Um, uh, what if they also ban genetic engineering and embryo selection while other places go ahead? So he's, he's basically saying that red states are going to get even worse because yeah. of a decrease in genetic engineering. And I think genetic engineering is a, a crazy thing. I don't feel like you should be able to decide the sex, but I do feel yeah. like, you know... Um, but at there, least it's ending the life. Yeah, you know, if there is if there is a a, uh, a chance of severe genetic disorder and, you know, hey, yeah. I really want to have this kid, and then they can go ahead and just pop that gene out that makes life unbearable for the child, go ahead, man. Mm-hmm. That's great. We're, we, we love giving people chances at life. Um, will they maintain their belief in a small safety net and lower government spending uh, in such a world? Would liberals change their mind about government spending if it ends up going to states that have much higher costs due to these laws? Many interesting things to think about. So, um, you have people on both sides, you know. Um, this tweet, the first tweet alone, has 5,150 quotes. Those are all negative. Wow. Um this quote, this tweet has one thousand one hundred and fifty-four likes. That's not, yeah. That's he got absolutely ratioed. He had he is basically seven thousand responses. 
Mm-hmm. He's got 5,000 retweets. That's retweets and then quotes. And he's got 1,000 likes. No, Nobody agrees with this. Yeah. yeah. Nobody agrees with it. Really um, good. And hopefully it'll wake people up some, you know. Yeah. So, and that's, and that's the issue, you know. Um, peop- that's another argument, you know, disabilities. I'm like, what, what about them, you know? Mm-hmm. What about them? They deserve life. Just they them. deserve life. And, and there have been many people with disabilities, even even disabilities that have rendered them immovable, yeah. you know, later in life, who have done great things, mm-hmm. absolutely amazing things. So yeah. seven to nine, 38%. <laughs> We're back on track now. Mm-hmm. Um, 10 to 13 weeks. Oh, I've already said all those. Um, so six weeks, that's about a month and a half, almost maybe a month and a half, month and a quarter. Um, seven to nine, that's, uh, close to about two months. Yeah. Um, 12 to 13, that's around three months. And that big chunk right there, three months, that's the first trimester. Trimesters not backed by science at all. Trimesters mean nothing. They are literally just a political term or political, medical, whatever term Mm -hmm. put behind. So abortions have a time frame, basically. Um, and that's why we see uh, abortions in the first trimester, abortions in the second trimester, and that's why we rarely see abortions in the third trimester, thank God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, so 13 weeks, that makes up about, you know, 38 plus 15 plus 40, that's uh, 48, 90, oh, 48. I think I found a, a problem with my math, but, you know. <laughs> hey Siri, what's 40? Plus 38, plus 15, plus 3.2, plus 1.9, plus 1.8, plus 1. Okay, no, that's 100.9, so the numbers I got were incorrect. Um, (laughs) Yeah, they're incorrect. Um, So we'll say roughly 96, 94% of abortions are performed Mm -hmm. in the first trimester. Which you know, I prefer that over the second and yeah, I prefer that over the second and third. But we really need to get that down to maybe the first three weeks, you know. Yeah, and it's 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 a terrible thing to like, you know. And we've been doing this for a long time. The right mm-hmm. has been doing this for a long time. We've been shifting for goals. You know, yeah. we we keep saying okay, we're, we're we're okay with this. We're okay with this. We're not okay with abortion. You know, no no real conservative is okay with abortion. But we understand. That you know, stuff happens, mm-hmm. um, and it's got it, it's just something that we can't control sometimes. But yeah, so that's all the information on abortion. I've got a website that talks about adoption now, and there's a whole bunch of oh no, we'll go over the arguments for abortion. Oh, okay. The arguments for abortion. Okay. Um, it's a reproductive right. Do you know what the major argument against that argument is? Um, let's see. I can imagine. <laughs> Probably, like, it, I don't know, like, you're past the point of... You're past your the wife. point of reproduction. Yeah. You're past the point of reproduction. Reproduction has already occurred. Your reproductive rights are to use condoms, to use birth control, and I'd even say the morning after pill. Mm-hmm. That's usually where I draw the line, morning after pill. Um, those are your reproductive rights, your rights to use those, your right to not have sex. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, which of course, in the case of rape, um, 
which is, it, yeah, it's not avoidable. But which is again, not avoidable, we saw but the stats. Uh, we saw the stats. That's barely a fraction yeah. of the actual numbers. So it, barely, it's one one hundredth, less yeah. than one one hundredth actually. So yeah. another argument, and I will actually pull up. Matt Walsh made a tweet about this. He made an entire thread about every single one of these, and I absolutely love that thread. Okay, does he have it pinned? Yes, he has it. He has it pinned. I love this. He's an amazing person. Okay, uh, it's a woman's right to choose. Nobody. Okay, so he, here's the argument. Nobody. Nobody's right. Uh, it's the woman's right to choose. Do you know what the mm. argument against that is? Mm. I mean, I guess it'd still be like similar. Like it was already, you yeah, know, like it, uh, originally so, it was their right to choose, and then now they already chose, basically. Yeah. So um, you already made your choice. Your choice was to get pregnant. Now, except for in the cases of rape or the very, very, very small chance that your birth control does not work. Yeah. You know, the not as small chance that the contraceptive breaks, condom breaks. Mm -hmm. um, but those are small percentages, you know, that doesn't yeah. happen all the time. Um, and I feel like, you know... <laughs> Use the rule, not the exception to the rule for yeah. the, you know, the law, which is, mm -hmm. the my in my opinion, the best case, uh, best case scenario. But he says, nobody has a universal right to choose. We all agree that some choices must be prohibited. The question is not if a woman should be able to choose generally, but if they should be able to choose to intentionally destroy innocent human life. Yeah. You know, yeah. do we have do we have the choice to go, to go out and just kill someone on the street? No, well, never. <laughs> technically, we do, but that's called murder, and yeah. you know, there's yeah, it's the not our right there's the choice. it's not the right exactly. Mm -hmm. It's not a right to choose that. We make that choice, and then we get punished for it. At least we should yeah. be punished for it. Yeah. So, um, pro-lifers want to control women's bodies. What's the argument against that one? Let's see. No, we just want to um, protect the unborn child yeah so in reality pro-lifers we do don't care we, we don't, don't care, care what you do with your body keep someone from dying wear whatever you want we don't care what you, what you wear uh get pregnant don't get pregnant we don't mm -hmm. care but it's not your body yeah. is the thing it's a baby's body and they're like oh mm -hmm. it's a parasite no it's not no. a parasite <laughs> parasite parasites uh usually end up in you getting severely Ill, like ill um yeah. babies don't make you ill babies don't make you ill there are some pregnancy related issues but yeah. don't use the exception mm -hmm. to justify the law um the body is in dispute is not the mother's this is what he says again the question is whether the body of the human in her womb can be intentionally destroyed the child's body is one at issue here and we are the ones trying to defend it yeah. Next argument. Pro-lifers are all pro-birth. First of all, uh, yes, but mm -hmm. there's a follow-up. Uh, you have no evidence or evidence. You have no data or evidence to support that claim. Besides, your position is that babies in the womb have moral worth equal to babies outside. No, our position is that babies in the womb have more uh, equal uh, to babies outside. Of course, we believe babies have worth. That's the whole basis of our argument. Yeah. So um, the fetus 
is just a clump of cells. How would you argue against that? Mm, I mean, that it's not, but <laughs> I don't know. That one's a little, let's it, see. It's a little bit difficult to argue. And yeah. You, you basically, what you, what you have to do is you have to play their own game. Yeah, it's like, aren't we just a clump of yeah, cells? Yeah, we're all clumps of cells. That's, yeah. That's all we are. See, the, mm-hmm. okay, so he says we are all clumps of cells. Some of us Very are far good. clumpier than the average infant. <laughs> None of us, none of that is relevant. What's relevant is whether the uh, the fetus is a distinct and separate human entity, which he is. Yeah. At the point yeah. of conception, you have DNA that has never existed before on mm-hmm. Earth. You have a distinct human being that, if born, will be distinct from anybody else on Earth. Yeah. You know? And that and person just... could go on to do amazing things. Yeah. You know? So... Um, the fetus is not a person, but a potential person. What's the argument against that? When do you become a person? Yeah. I don't know, like, yeah, are that's, we all that's, potential people? That's what it is. You know, one of the biggest questions that I see Michael Knowles, I see Steven Crowder, I see Matt mm-hmm. Walsh, I see a lot of people on the right say, one of the, one of the statements they say is, when does birth start? Yeah. When does it start? Nobody on the left can answer. They say, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them have kind of answers. They're like, all right, at the, po- at the point of, at the point of uh, uh, suffering, you know, when when the when the baby can start feeling pain, that's when it, when that's when a life starts. You know, some say, um, some do say a heartbeat. Some say mm-hmm. uh, when you can when you can clearly tell it's a baby. When can you clearly tell it's a baby? You can't give yeah, a definite time. That 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 doesn't yeah, work. All right, I have really been not on top of my game lately when it comes to uh, making sure the recording quality is 100%. So uh, we're, we're coming... <laughs> a short interjection to actually finish that last part because uh, you're going to see the recording jumps right to somewhere close to the end of the episode, which is terrible. But um, So yeah, it just doesn't work. Um, re- relying on the whole, you know when it looks like a baby doesn't work and and the, and the difference between you know the, the the answers that the left gives and the answer that the right gives is that the right always has a clear answer you know the right always says life starts at conception you know it's not when it looks like a baby it's not when it there's a heartbeat it's not when there's this that or the other thing it's day one from day one all the way up until you know the end of the 40th week you know that that baby is is a human being. That that fetus is a human being. It is a human fetus. It is a Homo sapien. Um, so yeah. And then I, I, I'm not too sure if there was any other points, but you know, like I said, he has it pinned, so I can pull it up right away. That's great. Absolutely fantastic. We love when that happens. Um, <laughs> somebody liked my tweet. That's pretty funny. But uh, it was Matt Walsh. So let's look at Matt Walsh's. There we go. It's in my recent searches too. That's how you know. So, um, where did we get to? Um, uh, fetus is not a person, but a potential person. So the 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 answer, the the way to argue that, and we're, we're we're the reason why we did this, and we didn't say this in the video, but it's to give you tools. It's so you have tools in the toolbox, so you can go and 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 argue with these people basically, and and show them how they're wrong, show them how their their logic and their and their arguments don't make sense. So, um, he is, again, a distinct human entity. If this is not the definition of a person, then none of us are persons. 
Also, even if he is a potential person, it does not automatically follow that we should destroy him. You know, uh, in what in what case do we de- destroy potential anything? You know, unless it's a potential danger or a potential, you know, issue. You know, it's it's precaution for the wrong reason. You know, um, so this is the uh, sixth main argument, and then there are also some other arguments that we'll go over that we have alluded to um, before this uh, segment. Women have reproductive rights. Couldn't agree more, he says, and I can't agree more either. Women women are allowed to get pregnant. Women are, should not be forced to get pregnant. And that's where we see this issue with rape, which is where uh, we, we brought that up several times in the recording. Um, oh, boy. Text message and an Instagram notification at the same time. That's incredible. But, um, oh, geez, I went all the way to the beginning of the thread. Um... Yes, and and that's where that's where we see the issue with rape. You know, rape is a terrible thing, castration all the way. Um, those people should not be able to reproduce, should not be able to take advantage of anybody ever again. And if anything, I I feel like these people um, should not have the right to walk on this earth, um, because in the end, that's the only way we can we can guarantee that these people aren't going to do the horrendous thing that they have committed. Um, but yeah, couldn't agree more. Nobody should ever force a woman to reproduce. Uh, but birth is not reproduction. Conception is reproduction. By the time that abortion is procured, reproduction has already occurred. You know, um, the, a reproductive right is the right to get pregnant or not get pregnant. Not change that pregnancy status um, through, through a medical procedure. Um... And, like I said, I couldn't agree more. Uh, Pro-lifers are just a bunch of men trying to boss women around. And I really did like Josie's answer to this, which is why it sucks that we do not have it available to us. Um, the The reason why I'd argue this is because... Oh, it says, uh, pro-lifers are just a bunch of men trying to boss women around. Like, like we said in the previous one, we really don't care, you know? Um, we, we don't, we don't care what you do with your bodies. We don't care how you, how you hold yourselves. Um, we just, we demand responsibility. And this is one of the things that we really, um, we're not able to say in, um, the video, but abortion is giving, um, giving men a way out, you know, it's, it's showing men that they can do whatever they want. And, and in, in essence, I feel like that is the worst thing you can do, you know, um, in situations where, you know, you, you were trying to call men out for being controlling, um, in reality, you are giving them a way to take advantage of the situation. You're giving them a way to, to have, you know, meaningless sex with many women, and they're not being held accountable for that, you know? And, you know, some people, you know, different opinions on, you know, sexual promiscuity, but in the end, you know, it's not, it's not right for a man, for man to just, for a man, man to just get off scot-free, you know, every time he, uh, he decides he's going to get a woman pregnant, because, you know, he, he made the conscious decision to not, you know, take, take the precautions necessary to avoid that pregnancy, and so did she, um, both sides are at fault, and we did state that previously, but it's, it's giving the men a way out that I don't feel like they quite understand they are giving. 
Um, but yeah, pro-lifers are just a bunch of women. That's how I would argue that situation. You know, in reality, it's not it's not men trying to boss women around. It is us trying to hold people accountable, especially the men, for the things that they have done. Another text. I am super popular today. Phone's going on silent. Um, <laughs> this is Matt's argument, which I also agree with. He says, not true. The pro-life movement is and has always been and will always be led primarily by women. That is a fact. It's been that way since the beginning of time. Well, the beginning of the pro-life idea because, you know, I don't know if my glasses are messed up one way or the other, but it's been that way forever since since abortion has been a main an issue, you know. Women have been the ones fighting for these lives, you know, and uh, knowing what I said before, you can you can see why you know a lot of men are okay with abortion, you know, because it gives them it gives them this way out, it gives them this ability to do whatever they want and not be held accountable. And those are the beta males, by the way. <laughs> those are not alpha males. Those are beta males. Um, also, that is irrelevant. Also, a double-edged sword, Roe v. Aid, was decided by men. Should we overturn it on that basis? Yes, the entire court that decided Roe v. Wade was all men. You know, if men aren't allowed to have an opinion, you know, if, if men aren't um, supposed to be able to make decisions on women's reproductive rights or um, abortion, why did they let it happen in the first place, you know? Um, so, yeah, and then... Like we said before, we also have the other reasons. Um, we have um, rape and incest make up less than 1.5% together of the total per, uh, the total reasons for getting an abortion, which um, are we really going to let less than 1.5% um, determine the other 98.5%? You know, I, I said it a couple times, you know, use the rule, not the exception to the rule to justify the law. Um, and the, the rule does not justify the law. Um, we also have, uh, uh, deaths due to pregnancy related issues. And then I have the numbers for this somewhere, but, um, se uh, roughly 700 women, uh, per year die due to pregnancy related issues, which is a terrible thing. And I said this when we were recording, which apparently we weren't, I don't, I don't know what happened with that. Um, I'm guessing something happened with my keyboard or whatever, but out of 163 million women in the United States, 700 dying a year, while terrible, is not a very large number. It is significant, uh, statistically insignificant. The number is so small, it could either happen or not happen. It's kind of like a, you know, uh, Schrodinger's cat. You know, is he, is he in the box? Is he dead in the box? Is he not in the box at all? You know, we don't know. Now, I can't really say that with numbers because you know clearly they did happen if they do have a statistic but it's statistically insignificant so use the rule not the exception to the rule to justify the law um and then we have the non-viable pregnancy argument um and this is one i really i really have issue with um kind of the same reason i have an issue with the disabilities argument um which richard whatever his name was i i, I have no respect for him so um from what I could see, there is no stats on a percentage of non-viable pregnancies. Um, 
I have an idea of what the number may be, maybe 5% of pregnancies that occur, um, but I, I seriously doubt even that. Um, that that's, that's not a good argument, you know, because carrying a non-viable, non-viable pregnancy to term um, is a terrible thing, but we should wait, wait until that we know for a fact that that pregnancy, we know for a definite fact that that pregnancy is non-viable because at that point that is not an abortion uh, it's it's you know taking care of a tragic thing that has occurred you know um, and that definitely needs to be in consideration when we talk about that but the the reason why I, dro I have this issue with the non-viable pregnancy argument is because there have been cases along with the disabilities argument where a doctor has told a woman that her pregnancy would be non-viable or her pregnancy would be uh, would lead to the baby having a disability and um, personal accounts have shown that that's not always the case you know these women get told that they're gonna be having that they're gonna be having non-viable pregnancies that their babies are gonna have disabilities nine months or three months later the baby's still there three months later they're still saying it have a disability six months later baby's still there Six months later, they're still saying the baby has a disability. Nine months later, the baby is still there, you know, and comes out and it's perfectly healthy, you know. And if, if you had listened to the doctor at the first point, you know, you would have ended a completely, a completely healthy baby, you know, a completely healthy pregnancy. And same thing has happened with disabilities, you know, all through the pregnancy, doctors have told these women that they're their babies have, you know, Down syndrome or um, some other form of disability, and then they come out perfectly fine, you know. Regardless if they come out with with a with or without a disability, we should not be ending their lives. But the fact that this this the this is one of the main arguments, you know, the disabilities, and the fact that these women are being told that their babies have disabilities to convince them to get an abortion, basically, or uh, trying to convince them to get an abortion because they think that their baby may have a disability is is terrible because not only may they not have a disability but why would you you know ruin a perfect life just because of you know an extra chromosome which is is completely manageable you know so that's that's just my argument with that um and and I think that's actually it for the arguments, which um, I think took way less time now that I'm doing it now than, uh, actually no, probably took more time now that I'm doing it now than with Josie, so I don't know. But um, so the next thing that we went over, and then uh, I th I, th I actually think we got quite a bit of that um, last section, which is good. But we went over a few posts from live action which is an amazing, I absolutely love this Instagram account. If you are pro-life or if you're on the fence, I really need you to check this out um, because they're, they're an amazing organization. Um, they've got some amazing posts about abortion and about life. Um, and, I, and I save them into my, what's it called here, so I could access them a little bit easier. But, um, okay, so... From zero to six weeks, uh, this this is the development of a baby. From zero to six weeks, human life begins at the moment of, inter uh, of fertilization, that's conception, 
At 21 days, a baby heart begins beating. At five weeks, development of the brain, spinal cord, and heart is well underway. Fingers are beginning, beginning to form on the baby's hands. Eight to ten weeks, more than one million heartbeats have occurred. Brainwaves can be measured and recorded before eight and a half weeks. Twelve to fourteen, more than ten million heartbeats have occurred. By 13 weeks, the lips and nose are fully formed and the child can make a complex facial expression. 16 to 18 weeks, around 17 weeks, blood cells uh, have formed and are and are moving. Oh, around 17 weeks, blood cell formation has, permanently, has moved to its permanent location in the bone marrow. By 20 weeks, the larynx or voice box begins moving in a way similar to the movement seen during crying after birth. 20 to 24 weeks, with specialized medical care, some babies can survive outside of the womb at 21 weeks. By 24 weeks, more than 30 million heartbeats have occurred. By 28 weeks, the sense of smell is functioning and the eyes produce tears. The lungs produce a substance necessary for breathing after birth. 30 to 32 weeks, 31 weeks, wrinkles in the skin are disappearing and more fat deposits are forming. At 32 weeks, breathing movements occur. 34 to 36 weeks. By 34 weeks, true alveoli, or air pocket cells, uh, began developing in the lungs. The 36-week baby weighs about 5.75 pounds and measures 18.5 inches from head to heel. 38 to 40 weeks. The umbilical cord is typically 20 to 24 inches long. At full-term birth, newborn babies typically weigh between 6 and 9 pounds and measure between 18 and 21 inches from head to heel. A baby is as human at day 1 as she is at 40 weeks. So yeah, and then here's some more statistics, and then um, we'll be able to jump right back into the recording. <laughs> So, following an abortion, women are 34% more likely to develop anxiety disorders, 37% more likely to have depression, 81% more likely to have mental problems, and 110% more likely to abuse alcohol, and then 155% more likely to commit suicide. So, so while they claim to, um, even if they can own up to the fact that it's taking the life of the baby, which usually they can't even own up to that, Either way, while they claim to be protecting the mother, that's completely the opposite of what it does for her, too, in most cases. That's crazy that yeah. it increases that likelihood. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I've seen one person on the left say that they're pro-choice, but say that it actually is a, a, a very consequential decision to make, which I commended them for, and I'm glad they mm-hmm. drew that point across. But, um, so now on adoption. So, um, 135, I've seen numbers from anywhere from 135 to 160 to 200,000 babies are adopted in a year. Now, mm-hmm. roughly 1.2 million um, couples are looking to adopt every year. Mm-hmm. Okay. The number of babies aborted a year is, uh, you know, 600,000 to 1.3 million. Yeah. So, um, if you do the math, you know, there's 135 babies being adopted, and there's 1.2 million couples looking to adopt. Mm-hmm. That's one and some change million couples that 
aren't getting a chance at having children. You know, something that most of them can't even do on their own, Mm -hmm. which is a terrible thing. And these women who, you know, have abortions for the reason of, you know, I don't want to put them through the foster care system. Trust me, they will get adopted immediately. Mm -hmm. You know, for every, I I saw a statistic somewhere saying for every one baby adopted, there's there's 32 couples looking to adopt, which, which is crazy. Um, not too sure how that holds up to the stats I gave before, but I've seen that stat before. Um, it's, it's ridiculous that we live in a world where 1.2 million people can't have a, can't have a child Mm -hmm. and, you know, 800,000 of them are being killed a year. Yeah. Yeah. Those babies could be going somewhere else and, you know, regardless. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there's plenty of couples who are completely okay with getting a with getting a child that has a disability because they just want a yeah. child, yeah. Know? They want they want to make a family and they can't, you know. Mm-hmm. Whether that be gay couples, you know, I'm all mm-hmm. for, you know, gay couples or same sex couples adopting as long mm-hmm. as they meet the same requirements that a straight couple would have yeah. to meet Definitely for different. adopting. You know, mm-hmm. you know nobody should nobody should be limited to if they can have a child or not, you mm-hmm. know, unless you're a terrible person. Let's be honest, yeah. but. It's it's just ridiculous to see that those numbers exist and then see the numbers of abortions happening a year, and, yeah. and it's it's sad. But um, it is. Uh, that's that's all we've got on that topic, and mm-hmm. uh, we we definitely went a little bit more in depth than the Texas bill warranted. But now we have a whole entire episode on it, so people can go back yeah. and look at the stats, which is great. And yes. hey, those stats may change. You never know. Um, they could go up, they could go down. Hopefully they go down in most cases. Um, yeah. we'd like, we'd like to see more adoptions, please. Yeah. Yeah. Um, work. so now with the info on, uh, Afghanistan and Biden, we've been talking about this for three weeks now. Um, and we just keep getting new information. It kind of has slowed down, kind of has slowed down, which, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if that's slowing down of information or if that's information being limited. Let's hope it is slowing down of information. So we've got an Afghanistan update from the Unwoken Narrative. We love them. Uh, Live action Unwoken Narrative. Those those are my two sources right there when it comes Mm -hmm. to a lot of things, actually. Um, So we already know what happened last week. You know, 60, at least 60 Afghans killed. I've seen numbers upwards of 170 and Mm -hmm. uh, 12... U.S. service members were killed. That's 13. This was uh, posted, I think, a little bit after that. They didn't quite get the information. So I realized I never did a sound check, but I think we're good. (laughs) Okay. At the Kabul airport, um, suicide bombing. uh, Basically, it was ISIS-K. Map of the attack just showed what happened. Um, It's the deadliest day for the U.S. military since 2011. But the big news, that's basically all information we went over in the last episode. The big news is Biden held a phone call with the president of Afghanistan. And uh, he said some things that uh, aren't what we expected. So I've got a direct quote here that I sent to our group chat. He said... Jeez, all the menus. There we go. 
So he said, in regards to Afghanistan and what was going on there, um, he was talking about how they how they really need to keep in mind the perception of what's going on. You know, there's going to be people spreading information about it that may make it seem a little bit more worse than it was. It was pretty terrible. I don't know how it could have gotten worse. They could have been spreading some information that made it less terrible than it was. And that's what we're seeing here with what the president said. He says, and there is a need, whether it is true or not, to project a different picture. He had said before then that it was a terrible thing. You know, that was going on there wasn't a bad thing or there was a uh, it was a bad thing that uh, you know perception is going to get out and it's going to look bad not only on the US but on the Afghan military and on the, all mm-hmm. the other militaries that were there in that location um, this is obstruction of justice it's it's hiding the truth it's yeah. keeping it's keeping information from the not only the American people but the Afghan people people who are mm-hmm. being directly affected in Afghanistan. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he told the president of Afghanistan to hide information from them, to project a perception of everything's okay, we've got everything handled, when clearly they did not. Yeah. There are still thousands, anywhere from hundreds to thousands, I'm banking on thousands, of Americans still trapped in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. And that's, like, wrong, obviously, because it's just dishonest and um completely lying but also like who knows what could have turned out differently if they hadn't have tried to cover the truth about it you know like people could have maybe prepared or could have reacted i don't know yeah that they they could have prepared much better um i'm I'm sure there was a lot of people who didn't attempt to get out or Mm -hmm. whose attempts to get out weren't as as rushed as they should have been yeah. Um, because of this information, I bet there's a lot of Afghan people who, you know, one day got rushed by a, a group of Taliban and were asked, do you know where this person is? And they pointed them out and that person was swiftly taken care of. Yeah. This, it's not right to hide things from the American people. We saw it when Nixon did it and what happened with Nixon. You know, it was taken care of. Mm-hmm. He was kicked out of office, wasn't he? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I don't like Nixon. I don't <laughs> like Nixon. I don't look into him. I, I, no. <laughs> Watergate happened. I I know he was punished. Yes. Nixon hid stuff from us. And now we have Biden hiding stuff from us. And it came out. As, are you better look up when Nixon got removed from office? Yeah. He did. I know he did. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think there, there's only been two presidents that were actually removed from office. Yeah. It was Nixon and then I think, oh, I don't want to say the wrong person. But I know he, like, locked himself in the, inside the Oval Office and, like, kept <laughs> people from, like, and they just busted down the doors and they pulled him out. Like, ah. oh but, um, whatever. Um, so we may see our third president removed from office. Is it only two presidents removed from office? Or is I it think three? so. I think it's only two. Was Bill Clinton removed? I don't think he was removed, was he? I don't think so. Let's see. Sh- sh- I'm supposed to be a history teacher. I'm supposed to know this stuff. Did I tell you that? I'm going to school for uh, history education. No, I did not know that. That's yeah. really cool, though. I was wondering what you were. Yeah. All the people I work with right now um, are like, Tim, you're definitely going to be a teacher. 
because every <laughs> single day I go in there talking about politics, talking about history, talking about yeah. current events, and they're that's, like, oh, Lord. That's funny. Okay, let's see. So it just says, well, this, oh, mm, three impeached. Um, it's not talking about removed from office for some reason. What? Oh, well, we'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> Apparently Trump was impeached twice. I didn't know about this second impeachment. I just yeah. thought it, I thought it was one. But yeah. it was ridiculous. He got Okay, impe- so yeah, it says he was impeached in 2021, which was indeed after he was no longer president. So That was that was cuz that was cuz of the Capitol riot. Yeah, so I guess they 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 somehow did it even though he was already gone, so. Well, Very what cool. was the month? Cuz he was basically still president until Yeah. He was basically know. still president in February. That's true. It says he faced his second impeachment trial starting February 9th. Yeah. So maybe it at least began before he was officially gone. Yeah. So I guess. I I guess they count that as a win because he wasn't in office anymore. Yeah. Whatever. Um, We're going to see that change hopefully in 2022. You never know. Honestly, I feel like the whole administration should be removed. Because there's two there's two ways to go about this. Mm-hmm. Biden knows what he's doing, and nobody's holding him accountable. Mm-hmm. Okay, or Biden doesn't know what he's doing, and his administration is telling him what to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One. He's a puppet. That's not how America works. And two, that's incredibly, incredibly terrible thing to do to a seventy year old, seventy eight yeah. year old man who we don't know his mental state. You know, he's said a lot of things. He's done a lot of things that just don't make sense for somebody who's supposed to be perfectly healthy. You know, he's had two brain surgeries that were very high risk. Really? I yes. did not know yes. that. Yes, yes. And that was, that was in the, I think, the 1980s, I think. Okay. Um, so it's, it's alarming what's been going on and how this entire administration is handling it. Jen Psaki's a literal communist. Mm-hmm. She she is, uh, she's she's been in pictures wearing wearing a uh, oh what is the what is the hat they wear in Russia, she um, had she had the communist logo on it. Come on now. Okay, now. Yeah, I th- yeah, I did hear about that. It was a pink hat. It had the communist logo on it. Whatever. Um, communism still illegal in the United States. Did you know that? Still what elite communism communism is still illegal in the United States. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I think it's absolutely hilarious. We've seen, yeah. we've we've seen. We do you see the story of that teacher who got uh, fired? Um, I was it like this week. It was oh, recently. was it that guy? Who, yeah. Gripes. Yeah. yeah. Gripes, Doctor Gri- or Doctor Gripes, I think. Um, he was. Crazy. Yeah, he was insane. I don't know how he became a teacher. He literally had like communist sy- symbolism tattooed all over his body. Yeah. He had. He had. He had an Antifa flag in his classroom. We've seen we've seen three teachers recently get fired because they've been yeah. uh, using. Uh, That's a really bright side of this mm-hmm. this speaker recently. Yeah. yeah, I. Yeah. We saw one teacher get fired because she told students to pledge allegiance to the uh, gay pride flag. Mm-hmm. That's a no. Mm-mm. That's pushing an ideology. We saw another teacher get fired because she was trying to teach kinks to preschoolers. And she was teaching about sexual orientation wow. and, you know, 
She was teaching about consent, which, you know, is a good thing to teach, but I, yeah. I, I wouldn't bring up those topics in front of preschoolers, at, no. you know. Um, and then we had Mr. Gripes or whatever he was um, yes. get arrested because he was a communist and he was trying to give students extra credit to go to Antifa rallies. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, oh, the meeting, the school board meeting for that teacher, those parents were angry man i should watch it i did not see it yeah project veritas project veritas did a pretty Mm -hmm. good uh pretty good uh covering of it but uh you know there's people calling for you know the entire school board to step down Wow. you know to be there to be an in-depth criminal investigation Mm -hmm. a personal personal not not class action but personal lawsuits against the school board which i think is I'd say go for it, you know. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just so much has been going on with yeah. our government, especially in the past not even year. You yeah. Know, there's there's been a lot of very iffy things happening, mm-hmm. especially with the Biden administration, and I, I I'm starting to see them, you know, their people's opinion of them change Biden's yeah. um I'm pretty sure Biden's approval rating with independence dropped below 30 percent or dropped below dropped into 30 percent which is great yeah yeah I mean one thing about <laughs> one silver lining is that it's getting less and less possible to like ignore all it's, the... it's coming back to bite them in the butt yeah you know Trump said four years ago with Afghanistan, we needed to have a plan. We couldn't pull them out right away. There's one thing that hit them. You know, they're pushing for very socialistic ideas. You know, we've got parents in schools seeing what these teachers are doing, seeing what the government is doing, and they're Mm -hmm. not okay with it. Yeah. There's another thing. You know, we've got this Texas bill, and then we've got Florida and South Carolina coming up too, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's another hit out of them. We're we're seeing a lot of conservatives. We're seeing yeah. a red wave. People are getting involved more, and because like we're being forced to, but that's good that we finally are, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at approval rating stuff. At approval ratings. Yeah. Once so you get those, them. once you get those, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. All right. Well, we'll we'll end with these approval ratings. Yeah. Okay, let's see. So, okay, well, specifically with Afghanistan, less than 24% say that they approve, um, of Americans say they approve of the way the U.S. handled the withdrawal from Afghanistan. Oh, yeah. Um, of course, and then... Oh, well, we're having silent breaks. That's crazy. That means we're looking up stuff on the fly. That's bad. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, it so... looks... or, no, sorry. This is pretty specific to Afghanistan. Oh, so. wow. His approval rating is officially lower than his disapproval rating. His disapproval rating is 48.4%. It's mm-hmm. 45, 45.9 for his approval rating, and that's all oh, polls. Okay. Um, wow. Polls of likely or registered voters. 
Um, 48.4 disapprove, 46 uh, disapprove polls of adults. Um, oh, of adults. So they're they're polling other people? Um, so here, here are some n numbers. Um, okay. Negative four, that means a disapproval rating of four higher than the approval rating. Um, negative three, negative six. There's a three by YouGov. I don't ever look at YouGov. Um, negative six. Um, zero, negative one, negative one, five, one, three, five, uh, four, two, uh, negative five. There's a lot Somewhere. of negative numbers here. How, how he's handled things in this short period of his presidency, mm -hmm. we've seen a drastic decrease. You know, his, um, I think we've seen at least a 10 point decrease in his approval rating, um, and I think the same thing for his disapproval rating has gone up 10 points. So yeah. it's, things are going to change. Yeah. If that's not, if that's not in 2022, in 2024, it, it's, it, this country is going to be a much yeah, different place. Um, if it doesn't, I will be very surprised. Yeah. And sad. <laughs> yeah. And sad, but Hey, yeah. What can we do about it? We can we can move to like a, yeah. a sweet sweet Sweden actually is pretty capitalistic, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that we free healthcare and free college, but extremely high taxes. So we'll see about that. Yeah. I'm not too sure about that one, but uh, yeah, I think that's about it for us. It's just been me and Josie today. Yeah. Had a Thanks great guys time. For yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> Thanks for joining.